And we're live. Welcome to Bootstrap. Oh, episode. I said I'm too loud. Oh, yeah, start 54. over. Club 54. Oh, wow. No, that's not a club name. No. Maybe no. Maybe. What an episode. End of August edition for the next couple weeks. We're exhausted. I lost my voice. Hillo is extra yelly, and we found out why. Because he didn't eat yet. <laughs> because of us. How you doing, guy? I'm great. Hot. Yeah. Hot is, hot is the key word this week. Yeah. Wait for the end. Try being in, try being in Paris during a heat wave. Oh, Apparently, right. air conditioning has not uh, landed in that city yet, because usually they don't need it, as they uh-huh. say. And it was crazy hot, and now this week they have flash floods that we just missed. Sounds like so fun. Try it. Try it, guy. Yes. It smelled wonderful on the subway there that also didn't have air conditioning. Oh, my uh, God. I contributed very much to that. <laughs> you did your well. part. I did my part of sweating and smelling wonderful. Um, and it's the landed perfume. And we had fun. <laughs> anyway, all right. Bootstrap episode 54. A nice compact episode. Get, Get it. it. It was late today. That's a first. Yes. Yeah, but I, I noticed I didn't, I didn't say anything because it's usually me doing that. <laughs> and yet you did say. On like, air. Renana's, Renana's good food. Yeah, but I didn't have time to eat because I was coming back for the podcast. That's why, that's why I texted you guys just to make sure we're on because if you had said no, I would have gone out to eat. <laughs> yeah, it's always, uh, it always seems to be a rush to eat. Uh, actually, I don't want to talk about my lunch today because that has to do with uh, that'll ruin one of my shoutouts. Oh, my really? shoutout is my lunch. Yeah, so that, we've gotten to that point now. Where we're just talking no, about food and shouting out angle. food. There's a tech okay, angle. Gotcha. They have iPads instead of menus. I know. <laughs> Very high tech. So what's up, guys? So I'll tell you what's up. I just published a graphic about a half hour ago. Guess how much money. Don't look. Just guess how much money Israeli startups raised this week. Just this week alone. One million dollars. A hundred and seventy-five million. Guy? No, uh, two fifty. Seven hundred and twenty-seven million dollars this week. Yep. Seven hundred and twenty-seven million dollars. Wow. Guy, you should have uh prices righted me. And did yeah, I, I was thinking. I was thinking of doing that. I was like, nah. It was either that or one dollar. I didn't know what to do. But <laughs> that's yeah, that? that's that's crazy in this economy. Yeah. So who's the big uh, the big one? What's the biggest Hi, one? Hi Bob. Hi Bob. Hi Bob. Ooh, that's that's in our news segment, which is a cool company. I like them. What do they do? I, Hello, I don't know anything about them except for what HR they do. Tech. No, I, I, yeah, that's that's I what I know. I know I interviewed them, you know, on my vlog, but more importantly, I worked at companies that use them. It's basically like the. Oh, you interviewed well, them on another thing that wasn't Bootstrap. Okay, go on. First of all, so, you know we've we've dedicated an entire episode. You ready for this? this? I've been thinking about this a lot. We've dedicated an entire episode to words in tech that mean nothing. Oh, words. Oh, like I can what? write a Just book about that. Now. People use like I'll give you an example. Okay, I know there's a definition to this. Ladder word. up. Okay, no, I'm not, I'm not talking about slang phrases. I'm talking about actual English words that people just put into sentences with actual, like, no meaning. Like the word robust. Robust means nothing. Like, robust platform. What does that mean? What does robust mean? Like, people just throw it into sentences 
It means it can. Know. It's not shaky. It's not weak. Yeah. It can withstand okay. traffic. I know what it means literally. <laughs> I know what it means literally. But people use it like all over the place, like holistic. I just like, dude. And I holistic, holistic has a meaning, but I bet no one knows what it is. I, it's end to end. I know what all it means. encompassing. No. Yeah, but it's just words that people use that just annoy the hell out of me. Anyway, so the bottom line is. Hi, Bob is a an end to end HR platform that handles all your HR needs in one place. So it's a cool platform. So, so it goes from one end platform. to the other end. It's robust and holistic. By the way, okay, so two things now. Actually, being in a large corporate, one not specific to mine, of course, but in general, I've learned. Touching for those listening. <laughs> okay, so a hundred percent. Uh, like there have been many moments where I'm like, I grew up in an English speaking country. I'm pretty sure I'm good at the English language. I d- people speak to me in corporate English, and I just leave the meeting and be like, I don't, I don't understand a word of what just happened. <laughs> there, there were English words thrown at my face, and I'm just like, this is, this is like another culture, another, another language. It's, it's, yeah. it's gibberish. Basically. Wait, yeah. you, are you talking about the corporate stuff or the Israeli stuff? No, just tech corporate. Jargon. Corporate, like, not in, not in Dafka, not in Israel. In Israel, people are speaking like more. Day, someone said a sentence to me, and I, I said to them, "Dude, literally ninety percent of that sentence was buzzwords. Like, just tell me what you want to say." So, it yeah, but so, but the, okay, so marketing is one thing, but imagine it in a meeting where like you're strategizing. So, like, you're you're supposed to leave the meeting with like concrete steps, yes. and you're like, okay. Now at the end, what? so what, what am I supposed to do? And, I, and I'm, I'm the guy the... in the room. I'm the guy in the room who says that. I'm like, guys, I don't know what you're saying. Just tell oh, me. Dumb it down. Word. What another do you word. want me to do? Another word. Infrastructure. Right? We know what it means. I know what it means. It means something. People use <laughs> yeah. it all the freaking time. And it means no, nothing. No, but you need, just, you need to use it. What do meaning. you mean? What are you talking You need about? to use that Dude, word. Not, you guys aren't getting my point. Listen. These words have meanings. I'm not saying they're made up words, right? But I'm saying we've built a comprehensive, robust infrastructure. That sentence that I just said means nothing. It just means that. What does that mean? What well, is true. Product? Without, without context, do? right. Without context, that means nothing. You right. can just throw it into sentences all the time. Infrastructure. Like, dude, just tell me what your product is. I don't want to hear about your robust AI, Web 3.0, like blockchain-based you know, infrastructure. Like, say something. Just say anything. But that's not a thing, what you just said. That's all buzzwords. Oh, yeah. But the second thing is, I'll say, so that you learn in corporate that people, <laughs> people lose the ability to speak English properly. Yeah. Then, there's also, then there's also the, uh, the fact that uh, Hi Bob, or I don't know, I've never seen their stuff, but already from using, I'm not going to say who, but like other HR software, it's definitely uh, needed. Whatever they do, I'm like, <laughs> we, want it. we need this. You you don't yeah. realize how bad HR software is until you have to experience yeah. it yourself. And by the way, just so you know, in Israel, as a rule, a general rule, I'm saying there are exceptions, but in Israel, HR is recruiting. Like HR in America is internal culture. Correct. And in Israel, HR is recruiting. Like I'm the HR person, right. I'm the recruiter. Uh, right. No, no, no. no. It's, it's, Maybe in big companies, in small startups that I've worked, it's been... It's, it's like everything has to do with people. It's like recruiting and events and re- retention and reviews. It sound like the office manager dealt with like events. Uh, the, maybe the logistics of, you know, calling people, but like 
actually planning and what what we want to do and what the goals are and when has usually been HR. I, in my, I guess it depends on the company. my experience. Oh, yeah. Speaking of which, did you get paid, Hill? No. <laughs> okay. We'll talk after that. Mm-hmm. That was our. Yeah. That was the office manager. Anyway. Um, <laughs> no. Yeah. Right, HR. HR. Usually, I. I also thought HR was recruiting, but uh, no. In I guess in bigger companies, HR deals with human stuff. Actually, by the way, a fun tip for people: HR is there to protect the company. By the oh, yeah. Just. Yes. That yeah, I want to say not, something. Not you. Say something. <laughs> okay. We just talked about the $727 million raised by Israeli companies this week, which is a, a, it is a crazy number, but I think it's actually like a good sign that maybe the market's starting to like stabilize a little bit because, you know, last week everyone was like laying everyone off and now people are raising some significant capital, which is, sorry, which is a perfect segue to the main story here today, which is Adam Newman raising $350 million from A16Z, widely regarded as the top venture capitalist in the world, uh, for his new residential real estate company. Now, before we get oh, into yeah. this, I'm, I'm going to throw someone under the bus. Right? And Itamar is not going to like it because I think Itamar <laughs> likes him. I think. Either you like him or you don't like him. I'm not sure. I don't, I don't, I don't not like many people in tech. Like, yeah, I don't like, you know, the anti-Semites, like the Chris Sakas of the world and the uh, whatever his name is. Who's the other anti-Semite? And, that, and you're not throwing him under the bus. Paul Graham. The other Paul Graham. Graham. You want to say Paul Graham. Graham. Paul Graham. But I, I have to say right now, I, am, I really don't like Jason Calacanis. What? Oh, I know. I do I, like him. I really I like don't him. like Jason Gallagher for two reasons. I've done yes. literally thousands of interviews. Literally. I'm not exaggerating. Thousands of interviews. No one, not one person in the 10, 15 years that I've been doing interviews has ever asked me how many followers, how many viewers, how many listeners do you have? I said, I want to interview. They're like, okay, let's do an interview. Jason Calacan is the only person to ever ask me that, number one, but I don't care about that. Whatever. Screw him. That's fine. You want to ask him? Oh, he knows what he's doing. Question. Okay, whatever. He, he wants anyway, to know if it's worth his while. I was listening to his This Week in Startups uh, about the Adam Newman story. You know, when people talk about like the, the, the boys club in Silicon Valley and how it's all part of the same like little mafia, he is like the epitome of that. Like his entire show is just like name dropping and insider jokes and like, dude, stop it. Like, again, that's what I, we're trying know, wanna, to do. What show? I to, I'm. This week in startups. I'm going to say that. No, like, but not, not, uh, what's the other all one? In. Um, all in. All in? No, I didn't listen to all in. I was like, this week in startups. Oh, all in's good. I'm going to go like all in. in and say that I think Freud would have a field day psychoanalyzing Jason Calacanis. I am going to disagree. Wait, so what, what do you have against him? I don't get it. He just, he's just obnoxious. He's just obnoxious. Like, stop it with your insider jokes. You have a podcast where you're analyzing the tech world. Talk about the tech world. I don't care about your stupid insider jokes. And I retweeted them and they retweeted me. Dude, shut up and talk about tech. And I don't care about your freaking inside. It is obnoxious. He's obnoxious. I don't, I don't like him. I just don't like him. Okay. I, I like him. You got to look at it in too. context. First of all, he, he's, he is an outsider. He's not, he, may have ha- he may have his own club now, but I was listening to This Week in Stars from the beginning. He was not like mainstream tech at the beginning. So he really fought his way to like make a name for himself. Okay, he has sharp elbows for sure, and his personality is not for everyone. That doesn't bother me so much because to me, I always saw him as like, he wasn't, he didn't grow up like, you know, Stanford engineering and through the regular yeah, he was a reporter. Or, or banking or whatever. You know, he's, he's a Brooklyn guy and he's making the tech world, which I'm sure isn't easy. And yeah, he's, so he's, he's now, he became the man for sure. But it was, you got, if you follow his progression, it's actually very impressive. You know, and he is, I, I, he's I, a very not. good angel investor. Like he I, invested I, a lot of companies. 
That's fine. He could be a good investor. Okay. But like, I'm sorry. Okay. Here's an example. Okay. Anybody that like declares that they have a rule called their name rule, the Jason rule of startups, like, what are you trying to compensate for? Like, why are you naming rules after yourself? Like, is your, like, are you, is your thing that small? Like what? I don't know. Are are you telling me though, that you never, you never like post the stuff about, no, like, first of all, <laughs> by the way, I'm not on you about this. I'm just saying it may be a, the pot calling the kettle black. Like you market yourself too, just like he does. Dude, right. I, so I, you, you write, you write articles for like ink.com. Like here's how to talk to me. Here's how to get an introduction to me. Do, okay, Don't you dare cold true. email that, me. That's not true. It comes off like that. No, it doesn't bother that is not me. True. That is fake news. The truth is okay. I give advice on how to connect to people. I, you, you find me one post that I've ever written about how amazing I am or talking about. No, no, no not how amazing never. you are, but it's like, here's how to like, don't add me to a group. Don't add me to this or don't well, introduce that's because me. It's freaking, that's because that's behavior. I get it. Don't you're right. You're not wrong. Obnoxious. You're not wrong about it, but you're telling people how to interact with the holy Hillel fold. That, okay. Again, you just <laughs> took a huge leap. It's nothing to do with Hillel fold. It has to do with, you should not be adding people to groups without their permission. There's nothing to do with me. By the way, you remember like how that you, that bothered you from like the earliest days of Facebook? That was like I your number you, one. There, pet peeve. there is. I'm not going to name names, obviously. But there's an investor in Israel who I love, good friend of mine. He he makes about one or two. You heard that? A month. You heard that name drop? Jason Calacanis would be uh what name would be drop? very proud. No, no, I'm just saying. You're like, oh, I hit up Jason Calacanis, just name drop stuff like that. Anyway, there's and this I'm investor in Israel. Sure. I I know him. I'm best friends with him. Anyway, shut, you're not even letting me finish. I'm saying sentence. you're doing. Okay. There's the, okay, shut up and listen. There's an <laughs> investor who, ha, and there's a reason that I'm saying this. You hate him because you are. Dude, him. Are you in the Knesset? Let me okay. finish your sentence. Uh-huh. Listen, listen, a friend of mine who I love, and the reason I'm saying that is because despite the fact that I love him, once a month or twice a month, he makes an introduction by adding me to a WhatsApp group, adding the other person to a WhatsApp group, and says, talk. He doesn't tell me what we're supposed to talk about. He doesn't do And that is obnoxious. And the reason I said there's an investor that I love is because I love him despite that behavior. That was my point. In any case, I just find Jason to be very obnoxious, and I find it to be overcompensating for the lack of something else in another department. And he's in any case, and he's crying into a hundred million dollars of bills right now, saying, "Oh, he doesn't like me." Oh. Okay, very mature tomorrow. Anyway, moving along. Now. No, no. Okay, I'm saying that he does. You know, when people uh, I, I, he did it as I don't a like means. His style. I just don't like his style. Whatever. Okay. I, I don't mind his style. I'll put it that way. I know I know that that is... No, he could come across as harsh, as like very obnoxious. But I think if you get past that, he's very smart. And it's yeah, interesting Yeah, if you look to, at his... Right, if you hear substance of his stuff, right. like I've always found his... his uh, like when I was doing my startup, his feedback... Uh, feedback. His advice... Sorry, guys. I'm, by the way, I'm very tired. I was in a meeting this morning. I, I started getting like vertigo. I had to stop talking. Like I almost fell <laughs> over. Anyway, to the bootstrap podcast too. Stop talking. Just kidding. Yeah, go on. <laughs> so uh, anyway, the substance was actually very helpful because I always like what what this podcast should have been or is sometimes when we can interview someone and find out like really behind the scenes, like how stuff really happened. Jason was kind of iconoclastic in that sense because he was coming in from the outside and telling people like, "All right, no, no, just shut up with the whole like, oh, and then I raise money." How did you really do it? Like, did you have to like bother the shit out of someone? Did you have to like show up at their house? Things like that. So I always found his advice to be substantial and, and helpful. I find it style. Who opposite. cares? 
Anyway, moving along now, let's talk about Adam Newman. So Adam Newman raised $350 million from A16Z. By the way, I love the fact that Guy has to remember now to put the news uh, theme in. No, but forget anyway, it. Let's go. Keep going. No news jingle <laughs> today. $350 million. It's, it's uh, Andreessen Horowitz's biggest check ever. Um, and he invested in Adam Newman, who famously founded WeWork. Um, that was uh, at one point valued at $47 billion. And then it completely crashed down to a couple of billion. And then there was the Netflix series, We Crashed. And yeah, people you know, often think of WeWork as not a scam, but like the, the face of the bubble. And um, now he's doing it again. And, and the, the top VC in the world is funding him, which is nuts. What do you think? Where do we start? I, yeah, I can't wrap my head around this. First of all, is it really the largest check from Andreessen? How is yeah. that? They haven't the largest funded single things check the- ever. They've, they've single followed check. on rounds. The biggest single check ever. Ah, okay. I will say it's even before I say what I think online. Like I don't know if you guys have seen on LinkedIn. Like this, the meme going around is like it's it's so tweaked people that that Adam Newman <laughs> raised money yeah. that anyone who like got rejected this week or something was like, okay, I got rejected, but Adam Newman lost billions of dollars and then he just raised money easily. And the truth is, I'm sympathetic to that because that's hard. It's it's hard to swallow. You're like that guy lost a shit ton of money to for investors. He did. He didn't create value at the end of the day. He created. That, that is he, so not true, Tamar. What are you talking what? about, dude? That he lost a lot of money. The company's worth billions of dollars. It's still billions. under. The, it's still un, It's still less than their the, than their uh, highest valuation. Okay, but you're making it sound like it's a scam that crashed and burned and it like closed okay, down. Okay, first of all, uh, uh, are you uh, Adam's lawyer? No, <laughs> relax. I disagree, I, dis- I disagree with all. I said he press. didn't create investor value because it's That's not true. Okay, first of all, again, no, we've there's got a reason he was outed. He didn't live yeah. up to what he was promising. That's a di- those are two different statements. People expected more. That's true. No, he, expe- he, he sold a certain concept and he couldn't live up to what he was selling and the valuation was inflated and you saw like, okay. what happened. First of all, and he personally describe- pocketed a lot of money. Yeah, for- there were a lot of shenanigans guys, there whoa. with the private plane oh, and uh, whoa. Whoa, the domain. Here for one second? Hold no, on. I, no we can't. <laughs> no. First, of all, first of all, let's put things in perspective. WeWork is worth now more than Wix. Okay, so it's worth billions of dollars. Let's yeah, he's not there. A- okay, let's... It's not about WeWork. It's about him. It's about him. The, the, whole, the whole story is oh, why is he oh. getting more money after what he did? He left exactly. the company. To, or, yes, go ahead, to to you, What he did is he created a market. Okay, WeWork became a noun. It's a thing. Okay, there's an right. entire market. Just like Fine. WeWork created a market, WeWork created a market. It's worth billions of dollars. It changed the world. Did it leave up to 40, the $47 billion valuation? No, it did not. Did he make mistakes? Yes. Is he a hyper-talented, incredibly visionary, Insanely charismatic, good looking, good looking, amazing hair. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. I'm sure he smells great too. Here's the thing, right? Let's go back to WeWork, right? All the talk about, you know, dude, we're talking about the world of sophisticated investors invested in. He didn't scam anyone, okay? He might not have lived up to his expectations, but that describes 80% of startups. They come with a dream and they don't necessarily meet that dream. So he's no different. And it was, if anybody was to blame here, it was. SoftBank that poured a ridiculous amount of money into it, but Adam built an amazing company, and it's still an amazing company. Okay, okay. I don't <laughs> no, no, I don't disagree with that. But at the end of the day, uh, yes, it does make you scratch your head. I don't even know what Flow does because a residential real estate, okay, 
And then there's something about a crypto wallet, and I'm like, I'm out. Yeah, no, I'm that was the, the news from this morning. Two, no, but he has two startups. He has two. No, things. so they, so he raised money like a few months ago for another company called Flow Carbon, also from Adrian Horowitz, and that um, I saw was paused indefinitely last month. So there's some weird shit going on behind the scenes there, and that was all. That was a crypto thing with carbon credits uh, tokenized on the blockchain. I don't know what that was. Who knows? But he's moved on to this. He's, he's turned flow carbon into flow, I guess. And I, I think I, I think all the, like the big thing is that I don't think anybody thinks he was like a scammer or maybe some people do. But most people don't think it was a scam. It was just it was too much hype. Right. It was just promising things and like these parties and this culture. And then it kind of exploded. That's and the thing. I think it the, the big it, surprise. Chazer, it was Chazerish behavior. It wasn't criminal. Dude, I, you, I, make it sound, you make it sound like if you built a company and SoftBank wanted to give you $5 billion, that you wouldn't take it. Like, what are you No, but that's about? not the problem. That's I, not I, what I, I said at all. The thing is that they're giving him more money. Like, now they're giving him more money for, for kind of the same concept. So the concept, we don't know exactly what Flow is, but it seems to be very similar to, like, uh, We Live, which they were talking yeah. about a while ago, which is, I kind of get the concept. So you take young people who don't want to pay, uh, who want, like, nice places to live and they want a kind of a sense of community because they're in a big city and they don't know anybody and you give them a place to live for a bit more than they would probably pay for like a, a shitty apartment and they get like but i don't know a bar yeah. or a, a pool or i don't know what they have there nobody knows yet so I, I get the concept and i think it could be good especially he knows real estate and he already has uh what was it three thousand apartments that they already re- bought somehow or he bought or i don't know what the deal is there so they have, they, they, they have the, the, the real estate, and now they're going to create value by adding their layers of their, their secret can we, sauce. Can we just agree that residential real estate needs to be disrupted? Like it's, it, it operates like it operated in 1995. Yeah. So if he could do something there and he could change it, like there's big potential here. Yeah, I agree. And I, I think he's going to succeed. It's just that kind of weird that this, the biggest VC in the, in the world, or I guess in, in the US at least, is giving him so much money after he disappointed on the, the last real estate thing he did. So it you know, is I, and it I, isn't. I think it's going to work. I don't think it's like he's delusional again. And, uh, and he, also, he also has to redeem himself, right? Especially after all the, the news stuff and the movies and all that. So he has Jason to- Jason like, called it his revenge startup. Okay, that's, that's, a, that's a good motivator. I would put money behind that. Well, that's the thing. Like, first, so for the record, Hilla, I'm not a hater. Like, I was a fan of WeWork, the company, and the product was great. I just, you know, wasn't a fan of, uh, like, how it all played out and stuff like that. I hope he's successful here. Um, I think what, why this is so newsworthy isn't just the amount. It's the fact that people, why, why do you think people are getting tweaked? I don't think it's fair to say, like, oh, they said no to me, but he lost a lot of money. Like, okay, uh, you know, uh, uh, who was it? Charlie Munger was talking about how, like, you, you basically, basically, like, you can't make a lot of money without having appetite for losing a lot of money. That's it. No, it's no risk, no yeah. reward. So that's, that's totally fine. As long as he didn't do anything criminal, it's totally fine. And I assume, I'm assuming that Andreessen said, okay, we, we, uh, we see what happened before. So here are some, you know, here's some oversight. Just to make sure that we don't become the laughing stock of, because it, look, it's not it's not a frothy market right now. Like WeWork was raising in a very frothy, crazy time when like psychologically 
people are just like throwing money at things. Now you would assume that if he raises now in this climate, there's oversight, right? There's oversight, there's provisions. They're like, you know, maybe don't buy a Gulfstream on a Series C maybe. or something, you know? Like, and, and maybe he came in saying, look, I'm aware. I, I, did you guys see his, Adam's first uh, interview? I forgot where it was. Yeah. Wall Street Journal yeah. or something? Yeah. He's, he's, not he's humbled, but he's like, okay, like he's not an idiot. He knows what happened. He sees what happened, you know, that his whole story became part of the zeitgeist and the, Jared Leto's playing him. Okay, so if he wants to have another swing at it, Gesundheit, why not? Someone's so going to have to fund him. So, so Jason, again, Jason, I just listened to his show. That's why I keep mentioning him. But he said, like, you, you know, the, it makes total sense with, with Andreessen's kind of an investment philosophy. They go for, like, extremely ambitious, you know, world-changing entrepreneurs. He's like, and if you're going to look at, you know, at, at founders that failed the first time and, and then they were ignored by everyone, like, look at Sean Parker, right? So, you know, at the end of the day, no one gave him money except for Peter Thiel and the rest is history. So, you know, he said Andreessen, that's their whole thing. They throw things, you know, they throw big money at big, big dreams. And the fact that he failed before is, is totally irrelevant. That's just not how Mark thinks. Yeah. No, I would assume, I would assume that they're, that, you know, this time around, they're like, all right, let's, let's do things a little different. The board is going to probably be a bit more involved. Uh, they'll probably have him on a bit of a tighter leash, but on the other I hand, kind of doubt look, it. He's, a, he, he's, he's very a charismatic. Yeah, he he has yeah, the resources. He can, he can also afford to say no. Yeah, I don't think it's true. Uh, I think it's he's running the the ship, and I think they're trusting him. And I don't know. I mean, he is very uh, good at what he did. He, he, it's not like he he was a fraud, right? He he achieved a lot, like you said the, no. at the beginning. So yeah. I, I I'm pretty sure he will live up to this, but it's just surprising. So I, I, I'm going to say two things. Number one, um, I'm being careful with what I say here because after I watched We Crashed, I posted about it on Facebook and I said, you know, I met Adam Newman and they're depicting him completely inaccurately. And I, I wrote a nice post about him. And about two hours later, I get a phone call from his PR saying, Adam wanted me to tell you thank you. This is really oh, cool. Wow. Yeah. So, uh, so, so he doesn't like posts. He sends people this, to I'm going to say something that I know firsthand. I'm not going to say how I know. I'm not going to talk about it because I'm not allowed to. But he is he is the most charismatic person I've ever met, and he's the most visionary CEO I've ever met. His wife, Rebecca, is depicted appropriately in the show. Let's just say that. I didn't I didn't see it. And it'd be really the, funny if Adam's PR reaches out to you and be like, Adam says thank you also. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, I mean the whole like she rewrote the you know the S1 or whatever it's called, like that's that's actually accurate. Like he made mistakes. No one no one did, no one debates that he made mistakes, but the way that the show depicts Rebecca is pretty accurate. Um, what? Tell me about the Kabbalah Center angle. Is that accurate too? I'm very like curious about I that. I can say, and I'm again watching my words here, that my dad used to be a principal of a school in Riverdale in the Bronx, right? Uh, Yeshiva Day School, and Adam and Rebecca came in a couple of weeks ago to check it out for their kids. Oh, it's I like a religious, religious school, that, but... completely religious school. No, it's. I mean, that's not the whole school saw them, but. Uh, Anyway, let's move on from that topic. But b- bottom line is, like, this is going to be an interesting, a lot of drama. It's going to be a very interesting story to see what he does now. Um, well, just got an email. I, Adam I, says, see you in court. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think the bottom line, the bottom line, just to sum up this entire topic here, for me, the bottom line is that the, the people that are commenting saying, oh, I didn't get funded. I didn't get a meeting with A16Z and he got funded. Like, shut up. Like, do, do your work as an entrepreneur. Don't look at other people and... If you can't get a job, you can't get a meeting with A16Z, it's your problem, not Adam Newman's problem. 
But well, what yeah, do you but, guys but, think about Jason's law? So the law, the, Jason Calacanis's law is that a, a startup that has an over billion dollar valuation, something like that, without any pre-product, pre-revenues, pre-anything is uh, bound to scam. fail. And, and he has some it's examples. No, it's a scam. It's a scam. Okay. Yeah. Uh, no, it, it's borderline. It may be a fraud. That's what he said. Right. Whatever. Right. But I, like Quibi uh, failed. There, there are a few examples. The one car company, I don't remember the name. So what do you guys think about this? This, this gives them over a billion dollar valuation for, from what we heard. Um, do you think this is bound to fail? or uh, Show me an example of where it worked out. I mean, it's too early to say it worked know. out, but Matt, but they have Matt, the real I estate. Think there is, but they have no. the real estate, which is kind of maybe the, the difference because they have something. I guess they have it, or Adam has. Yeah, but that's that's always the crux, right? Didn't we reference this last time with uh, the that uh, Russ Han- Russ Hanneman in Silicon Valley was like, "Don't make revenue." Yeah. Right. <laughs> so, like, the problem with WeWork was no. That, but there's like, no product. There's no product. There's nothing out there yet, and it's already out of right, billion. Right. But so, you said they have real estate. So real estate also is kind of like revenue in the sense that, like, it'll be it'll be priced. Like we were. The problem with WeWork is assets. That they, they have assets. They have assets, but but they can't generate the multiples that software can. That that was the problem with WeWork that they were trying yeah, to. Yeah, it's, it's a real estate evaluated company, not at software. E- e- exactly. So that no, so that problem that could be that could be. Right, because they're talking about real estate. Because they're saying real estate can't. There's, it's a physical limitation. Dude, and it was trying to be. Airbnb real estate is priced like real estate is priced like real estate because it's real estate. That's why, right? You can't. You can't that, spin that's, up. That's by the way the tagline of this episode: real estate is priced like real estate because <laughs> it's real estate. Uh, no, but Airbnb is also in the Air. real estate business. But that's a multiple. Of a hold on, hold on. You guys are taking me off. All I'm saying is, guy was saying at least they have assets, and I'm saying just like revenue for a pre-revenue company. It might also be a double-edged sword because it might it might also affect the valuation because they'll say, "Oh, your assets are just revenue, uh, real estate, and they should be priced at a certain multiple, and it's not software or whatever it is." You know, honestly, what bothers me the most is that it's like in the news about it. Flow's website does not offer much details about its business except that it's scheduled to launch in 2023. Okay, I could also make a website that says. I'm scheduled to launch in 2023, and I would can like you, a billion. Uh, can you raise 350 million dollars for that? I don't know. I don't have the hair. I don't <laughs> have the hair. I might have the height. Not uh, charisma. I don't know. But and you need you got to have the Newman hair, right? Hello, mm, who's on Newman. his phone? <laughs> <laughs> Newman hair. You know his wife. His uh, sister's a supermodel. You know that, yeah? Yes, of course. I watched the show. Oh, from the show, you know? No, she was very famous in Israel way before he became famous. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah. I did not. Yeah, yeah. Like, like he was her brother. When I first heard yeah. of him, uh, I was like, he's Adi's brother. Yeah. The funniest thing, though, is, and people forget this, is how many ridiculous, ridiculous businesses Adam had before we worked. The stupidest ideas in the world. like Collapsible all, heels. Yeah, all this stuff. Like, it's just funny. But I'm just telling you, I'm telling you, I met him in Tel Aviv and I was, I mean, I didn't meet him one-on-one. It was just, uh, he gave a talk. I was literally like the guy was just, he, he just owned the room. Like he, he's super duper impressive, like crazy impressive. Very mature, Itamar, very mature. <laughs> yes. Okay. So it. yeah, the bubble's, like so the bubble's done basically is what you're saying. I mean, not the bubble, the recession. So the market correcting itself is over. $727 million in a week, $350 million for a non-existing product. 
So By the way, I just want to point out that no one, no one raised that money this week. It was announced this I week. No, I know. Uh, whatever. Just, just saying, in case people. And by the way, as far as companies that are worth over a billion dollars, it's too early to say success. But Magic Leap is still around. They were they were raised billions of dollars for that product. You can't say they're a success, obviously, but you also can't say they're a failure. We don't know yet. Right. That was another Andreessen one. Um, but listen, do you have any sympathy for the people who are struggling to raise? money from vcs and then they see things like this it hurts i understand that it's not like you can't sit there and okay the game is no the game why should it hurt whatever. why why should it hurt it's, it's not relevant it's not relevant yeah it's not okay. like he took my he took my money you guys it's like no vcs sympathy. have to invest exactly no dude. no but vcs Seriously. have you know, to invest you know why it hurts? he's a rock I'll tell you star why it hurts. i'll tell you why it hurts after being on the receiving end of plenty of uh, rejections it's it's I think it's because people it stings more because uh you know VCs are trying to be polite when they say no I'm sure it's not easy for them either cuz they have to mostly say no to people but it, it's kind of like it's it's usually unhelpful no it's usually like some blah 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 corporate speak blah 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 like no we're it's not for us or whatever and you don't really know the reason and I'll tell you honestly the times where we got like uh constructive criticism but that was accurate not like hurtful we were able to fix things and then raise money, and that was very helpful at the end of the day. So I think it, it mainly stings where people get like generic rejections. They don't understand why. There's no like you know practical next steps, and they kind of feel helpless. And then they look at you know the fact that someone f- had a, a whole TV show about a flame out, and then they got not only an, another check but a really 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 big one. I think. If these, whoever it could these be sour that, grapes. I don't know. So I was going to say, whoever these people are that are complaining that they didn't get a meeting and he got funded, in my opinion, are people that are not cut out to be entrepreneurs. Like, if you're not resourceful enough and focused enough on your own mission and the ability to get meetings with the right investors, or you're focused on some other, like, dude, do your job. Like, you're an entrepreneur. Don't look at other people. Like, I don't know. I don't, I don't, if a person can't get a meeting, and that's what we're talking about, people who are like, I couldn't even get a meeting and this guy got funded. If you can't get a meeting with, a, with a, an investor after doing the research in terms of who the right investor is and figuring out best way to communicate, best way to connect, maybe getting an intro from a founder, all these things, then it could be you're not very resourceful. And I would, bet, I would not bet money on you succeeding. Let's put it that way. Yeah, but on the other not hand- Not getting the I Hillel agree. check. And that's Hillel's law of fundraising. <laughs> First law of fundraising. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's still, look, Hillel, you're right that you should be resourceful enough to do it. But it's still in there. It still stings. I'm just saying. <laughs> no, I, I agree with Hillel. What do you mean it stings? It's like, what can you do? Some people who uh, nah, you've I, been if, there. You're if the founder of Google so comes meetings, to a VC, but but fine, but he's he's not like a nobody. He's no, freaking no, know, Adam know, Newman. Know, Everybody knows know. him. He, he like, it's just like you're right. You're right. I'd I be surprised if you couldn't raise money. Right? Like, right. Of course they're right. going to give him money. Okay. If Elizabeth Holmes raised money, then okay, let's talk. I don't know. Imagine. No, that, that, of course, that's apples and oranges. Is she I know, I know. She, I think she to. should be in jail. Yeah, she's on her way. But no, yeah, that's, that's different. She might not in the end. Oh, yeah, I don't know. Okay. She's had a baby. To her. It's a, it's a strategic way, I, timing about to have this. a baby. It's, we've talked about this, but it's, it's <laughs> a very fine line. It really is a very fine line between fake it till you make it and just full blown scam. No, it's not a fine line. It is. It's not Wait, a fine Hilla, line. Are you so are you saying Adam was almost like Ooh, Elizabeth? Was it Holmes? a fine line? Or is it not a fine line? No, he wasn't he didn't do either one of those things. He didn't lie or fake to He built an amazing business that was overvalued by the market and then crashed 
because the market overvalued it. It wasn't his fault. He didn't fake it. He built an amazing business. I don't know. There's a big difference. I'm not talking about Adam, but like fake it till you make it is it's a way of, I don't know, how people perceive what you're saying. It's not lies like fraud where you're just saying, I have this magic box that it works. Just trust me. It's- Dude, every single startup on planet Earth goes to the investor and talks about the size of their market. I have a trillion dollar market because you're defining market like freaking including who the hell knows what. That is called faking until you make it. You're just like you're just like being building up these massive numbers. Yeah, but if you but if you say I have a market of ten trillion dollars, and that's just a blatant lie, because the real market that you from your research is one billion dollars, then that's give me an borderline example. fraud. Give me, give me any example where the market size is clear cut. It's never clear cut. You can always pull. You know, okay. It, it, I I don't know. I say it's a matter of whether you're lying or not. If you're lying, if you're if I'm you're saying to to you, you can't lie about that. What, what's what do you the mean residential you can't real estate market size? How do you define residential real estate? How do, how do you lie about I, that? I know if it's a lie, right? I, I look at the, I do my research. Let's say I come up with a $2 trillion market value, okay? If, and if I say it's a $10, $10 trillion, then I'm lying. All right, that, maybe you'll be able true. to catch me. Maybe that's you not, won't be able to I catch me. at all, because you're defining it one way and they're defining it another way. Okay, we can argue about it. We can say it's irrelevant. We can say, oh, you're not including this, you're not including that. But when I see with my, for myself, I come up with a number 2 trillion, and then I say, oh, it's 10 trillion. That's a lie. Okay, no. If you catch me, doing it, of course. That's what I'm yeah, saying. That's fraud. That's fraud. Uh, but that's, a, that's not a situation that's realistic. It's, Most it's funny, by the way, to, market, like- to me, fake it to make it I, in my head was something else completely. It was like, to me, it's like yeah, it's you put a, you make a product. You might yeah. look like you're a bigger company, but I could be the guy doing customer service and exactly, sales and yeah. all that. But it seems or behind like, the oh, scenes, you're doing things manually until you have the exactly. technology to do it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like like in one product we we built like two startups ago. Uh, you know, instead of a dashboard, we were generating like daily analytics, but we would like manually generate those, but it would look like an automated email, that kind of thing. Like it's not criminal, not even close to criminal, but you're giving off an aura of like, oh, this is an automated process. Which is what every single startup does without exception. Yes. Fine. Yes, that's fine. That's fake. It's totally cool. It's not fraud. It is fake. It is fake. It's not real. It's fake. Okay. So let me ask you this. If in that situation... If that in that situation you just described me, Tamar, if you have on your website it says built in dash built in dashboard and analytics, is that right? Lying? Yeah, that's that's fraud. Yes, of course. Uh, okay, so I'm not so sure. I don't, I don't, <laughs> that line, dude. That line is like super but fine line. You could say you get analytics. That's true. You can, if for whatever reason you would you would have to say they're automated. I don't know why you would have to, but no, like, but if you analytics, are you what if you analytics? say yes, you have yes. AI, AI based analytics and it's not that's, AI yet because you didn't lie. build it? But that's an no, advanced but that okay? individual. But that's objective. <laughs> I'm not talking about that. That is an objective nice. lie. Okay. But there are things that are very subjective. Like for example, if I say I have I'm offering my customers analytics and I know that I'm manually, you know, uh, um, just generating Excel sheets. I'm not lying. Those are analytics, but they're not right, right. automated, which is what you might think. I'm doing. That's right. not a lie. So don't lie. Don't lie and offer something good and do whatever you have to do behind the scenes and don't lie. And that's our tip of the day. Okay. Real estate <laughs> right. is real estate because it's real estate. What did I say before? We'll do shout outs because I got a call soon. Let's go. Um, let's, go. let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Okay. You go. Shout out. <laughs> All right, 
Itamar, shout out. All right, me. I have two. Yes. No, one. Nope, two. Okay. Walt. Go. Walt is Walt, a you already did service. Walt. You already did Walt. No, no, no. Listen, oh. I did Walt. But listen, oh, there's fine. Walt and Modi'in now. Walt came to Modi'in. I heard uh, that. It really highlights the fact that I had such a visceral reaction to it because how bad... Sorry, am I, am I allowed to say what the competitor is? No. No. But if you give me a beast, then I can tell you <laughs> that the competitor is so not as not as fantastic. Can I get sued for that? Yes. Not as fantastic? <laughs> I can? Okay. Anyway, I'm very happy Walt is in Modin. Game changer. Gotta love a product that actually cares about the fact that you don't just press a button to order food and just whenever it comes, like Mashiach, you're happy it's, it's here. It actually takes you through the whole step of like someone, a human has seen it, here's where it's going, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, love you, Walt Modine. Second thing, I went to Paris last week with the kids. Disneyland, okay? Gotta give a shout out to Disney. Their yeah, digital Euro products. Disney. Euro Disney, I'm it's sorry. It's not Euro Disney anymore. It's Disneyland oh, really? Paris. Oh, I didn't know. 30th okay, anniversary. Sorry. Yeah, they renamed it at some point. I didn't know. I, I say okay. their digital game is fantastic with what all the QR codes, Anything you want, like passes to things, to get into different venues, food, ordering food, all that kind of stuff, all in their app. Fantastic experience, oh, really? good for them. Disneyland Paris. How were the lines? Yeah. Not so bad. You guys ever do Tower of Terror? I did it for the first time. What is uh, that? Remind me. It's like, it's like the, they make it look down? like a creepy hotel, and you drop down, but you drop oh up God, and down. And it was like the only I ride. I'm like, understand the appeal. I will never understand the appeal of this stuff, dude. Never. Right. Really. I have a controversial shout out. Okay. Some controversy. To Adam, right to Adam Newman's wife. Okay. So, <laughs> so I've been I've been a hot mobile subscriber. My my uh, mobile service. Why? Provider. Why? What? Shut up and oh. listen. Jesus Christ! Oh. Did you see the world? Oh, we're hot judging now. you now. Shut up yes, and listen. Totally. That's First it. All, all right. right. We're done. What, what, Thank you. What do you? What do you? What do you guys? Bill, you're fired. Golan, yeah, yeah. Golan, yeah, of course. Game changer. Okay, not hot. Nothing was hot. Roaming, everything. I have not had to speak to a Golan representative in eight years. <laughs> they don't I have love them. <laughs> they don't have I, might, I might not stay with Hot Mobile. I'm like, yes, I don't know. That's not the point. Point is, I got a bill last a couple of days ago. There from you go. This thing called, from this thing called Next TV. I'm like, what the hell? It was 90 shekel. I'm like, what is Next TV? Look into it. Hot Mobile added me to the service. I called them up. I'm like, dude, like, I don't use Next TV. Why are you charging me? They're like, oh, this is nothing to do with us. Go to Next TV and tell them. I'm like, but I never spoke is to Is this your you shout out, sir? Shut up and listen. Shut I don't up. want to shout out for anything hot. Shut He's shouting. Listen. Guy, that's the oh point. Oh, shouting. Okay. So I, I speak to Next <laughs> TV. They're like, oh, speak to Hot Mobile. I'm like, Hot Mobile, you speak to Next TV. Drive me freaking crazy. So I did what I do. I wrote a post on Facebook and the post went a little you crazy. You got sued. You got sued. Hold on. Post went a little crazy. <laughs> And here's the good part, okay? I bet you hot. And I know what you're you. gonna say, so shut the hell up and listen, all right? No, I don't hot want. I'm gonna bleep me. it. I'm gonna bleep hot it. Mobile. No, I don't hot want to shout out for hot. Oh all right, they God. called you and hot mobile called me and they were refunded me the money, which okay, big deal. I would have posted about them and went viral. Of course, they're gonna do that. But the person I spoke to, okay, again, I'm not. I can't speak on behalf of all of hot. The person I spoke to who is senior at hot, like genuinely, unless I'm. Just like, unless she completely like tricked me, I was on the phone and she was like, listen, I'm refunding you, but it's not about the refund. She's like, it is not okay that a person needs a lot of followers for something like this not to happen. Today, it's you. Tomorrow, it could be like a grandparent. This, and so they literally opened up an internal investigation because on my post, literally 50 people said we had the same problem. So hot's all over. I got like 
five phone calls from hot trying to fix it. I got messages from hot, like, like all of it. And they're really actually fixing it. So again, it should not have taken someone with a lot of followers for that to happen. Oh, is that why hot just announced they fired every single employee of theirs? But at least they're doing it. And they genuinely, at least from where where the way it looks to me, they genuinely care about this and they're actually going to fix it. But one of the people that, listen, one of the people I spoke to was the ex, the former CEO of hot mobile. And apparently he started a new mobile provider. And when I wrote him, he's like, oh, you know, I have a new thing. Come to us. So I spoke to his representative and they don't support 5G on iPhones yet. So I'm not going to them. But I would love to hear from you guys why you love Golan so much. Because I might actually switch. We just I hate automated portal, U.S. numbers. They can give you a U.S. number that I route to my Google voice number that uh, or no Google voice to that number. So I could I could have a Google voice number that will ring here in Israel Uh, and a great roaming package. For 99 shekel a month, I can get six gigs in most countries in the world. You pay that and every month or just when you travel? 99 a month, yeah. No, you pay it every month. Yes, I, 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 know it's I, more than, I know it's more than usual, but it, yeah, it helps me like out. Yeah, I pay like 30 a month. Yeah, I, I pay like 39 shekel a month for, for each uh, phone. Anyway, okay, I'll, ch- I'll check out the uh, thing, but I, I just appreciate that. That hope my hot mobile. So no, we're not time. writing in the show notes that your shout out is hot mobile. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, you the person who the, works at Beep the person mobile. get us. Yeah, get us her name. Okay, how about this? Her shout out. How about this? I will say I'm not going to say anything about hot. All I will say is that this the thing that happened to Hillel. I I've I don't know how many. If I had a nickel for every time I heard that story from someone, I'd be richer than Hot Mobile. Okay. Yeah, so, it's horrible. It's, in general. it's fraud. Uh, not mobile. The whole anyway. The whole they're great. They're wonderful. <laughs> they're, I'm sure they're great. Right, and guy, I'm yours? sure I'm sure there's a reason why I'm not a customer of theirs anymore. Maybe because they were too good. Guy. guy. Yeah. Guy. Speaking of August, my shout out is for a Xiaomi fan. This thing is great. You 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 seen it? It's white. It's like very Apple like. It's white, it's small, is relatively small. Is it like the Dyson, small. like with bladeless? No, it has seven blades, but it's pretty uh, quiet. And, and the kicker is that it's battery powered. So it charges all day. Uh, and then whenever you want, you can just pick it up and move it wherever you want. You can control it from the phone, which is kind of irrelevant, but you can. And you can lock it, lock it on your phone so your kids won't play around with it. Whatever. That's, that's, I don't care about that. It's just great. It looks great. It's, it's silent. It costs a bit too much for a fan, but uh, I, I don't know. I like it. It's worth it. I've, I've, I've found Xiaomi home products to be a bit tough to like set up, like to get to work on, on the router and, and whatever. Really? No, this was very easy. Fan. No, it was easy? All right. Very easy. Yeah, no, no problem. I have the, the robot. We talked about it last week. Yeah. And the robot is nice, uh, but it's very high maintenance. <laughs> Like you have to, I have to clean up before it goes around because there are oh, all yeah, these yeah, things yeah, on the yeah, floor. Yeah, yeah, and then it gets stuck and then you on wonder, like, like how cables. Much is it, how much time is it saving you in the end? Yeah, yeah. So it's like I, I, when I first got it, I put it like uh, on automatic every day, uh, whatever, 10 a.m. Clean the house, and that lasted for one day because it just choked on some sock or I don't know something, and then you're stuck. So then I, I just manually start it every time now, and it's a pain in the ass. But it's good when it works and it washes and it, and it vacuums, but uh, it's, it's a headache. The nice. fan is great. One day, uh, one day though, I, want, I, will, I would love to see in the news, like one of these Xiaomi products, like that wasn't supposed to have a microphone in it or something. And then <laughs> like the, accidentally the someone on the other end. Are we talking about China on, again? Someone on the other end 
like it flips like it's a two-way thing so you hear the oh. the chinese nice. sensors like talking <laughs> and then someone's like i was i put the fan in my kids room and someone's talking to them in chinese <laughs> all right folks i gotta call i gotta go all right good stuff bye peace bye bye